Happy New Year. Welcome to the Breakthrough Podcast. Ooh, ooh. It is January 2nd of 2020. We are starting a new decade, a new year, and we have a special edition of the Breakthrough Podcast yes, for we you do. with Danny Anderson. Special edition. Happy the, New Year to everybody. <laughs> Happy New Year. Uh, he is the lead pastor of Emmanuel Church in uh, Greenwood, Indiana, and in multiple sites around the greater Indianapolis area. Uh, so welcome. How was how was your Christmas? It's and awesome. You ready to start this 2020 off right? Ready to put the tree away. <laughs> ready to move on. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. And let's get started with 2020. Well, as we know, with New Year's, almost the word New Year's just flows right into resolution. And mm-hmm. lots of us make New Year's resolutions. Yes, we do. 60% of us make New Year's resolutions. And <laughs> not very many of us keep them that's going. That's right. Only about 8% follow through oh. on their New Year's resolutions. But that's what we're talking about today. Yeah, today I'm so excited to uh, get just a little piece of, of, yes, Danny's pastoral care and, yes, Danny's leadership. But, like, we're going to get to have a little piece of Pastor Danny's life today because mm. these, are, uh, <laughs> these are uh, things that you implement in your life. Life right now. We're going to talk today about seven effective steps to goal achievement, mm-hmm. keeping those New Year's resolutions and even calling them goals and moving it into things that really actually do come to fruition yeah. over this next year and next decade. Yeah, so that we can have and, and see the change that we desire. You know, I love this time of the year. This is, yeah. this is my favorite time of the year. I think it's because of the hope mm-hmm. that, we, that a fresh start brings. Yep. You can kind of put the last year behind you and look forward and say, okay, this is going to be different. This is going to be, you know, uh, you know, a brand new start, a clean slate. And so I get all kinds of motivated around this time of year. I think a lot of other people do too. Yeah, I really do think it is a time when you can focus on letting go what's already happened Mm -hmm. and moving forward. And um, I... I can't wait to jump in to these uh, these seven steps. Mm-hmm. So, talk to us about it. Yeah, let's um, do it. I know for me, <laughs> this time of year is always a little weird because I'm thinking, okay, what are my New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. going to be? Um, and and you have you have some that are like the most popular resolutions. Yeah, yeah. you know, if you look across, they're pretty common. You know, they're mm-hmm. the top. 10 New Year's resolutions, they, they're usually the same every year. People yeah. want to get in shape. They want to lose weight. They want to, yeah. um, you know, they, they want to um, spend less money, yeah. save more money. They want to learn a new skill or a hobby. They want to quit smoking. That's a big one. Right. Uh, they want to read more books. They want to drink less alcohol, <laughs> <laughs> which is a good idea. Sure. And, and they want to spend more time with their family. And yeah. so in any list that you look at, those are going to be the, the big ones big ones. Mm-hmm. And even though all of those are such an important part of the rhythm of our lives, mm-hmm. our health, our family, um, you know, keeping educated and trying new things, we want those to be a rhythm of our lives. But like you said, even mm. even 60% of us may say, hey, we're going to lose weight this year. But 8% of mm-hmm. us do yeah, it. Yeah, it's so. tough. It's tough to follow mm-hmm. through. And so I, you know, I think what what I'd like to try to do today is help people to execute yeah. and follow through. And and I've kind of looked at these seven steps over the last, gosh, 10 years. And I've studied different people, different experts on goal setting, right. whether it's Tony Robbins uh, or Brian Tracy or Hal Elrod. I listen to mm-hmm. podcasts on it, read books on it. Mm-hmm. And so I've kind of 
these are not original from me to me, uh, but I've kind of put them into my own plan, right? And tailored them. So, um, yeah, I you've think pulled it's kinda... the data together, and now we get to reap the benefit mm-hmm. of that. So let's jump in. I'm excited. Awesome. So, what's our where where do you even begin? You've chosen these two, one even. New Year's resolutions, and where do we start? Yeah, so I think the first place you start is is getting clarity. And, okay. Um, and that's the, what's the target? What do you want to do? You know, what change do you want to see in your life? And um, and I think that that's, it sounds easy to do, mm-hmm. but it, it people struggle to, to yeah, really fit because sure. there's so many different things going on in their life, so many things they want to change. And so what I would recommend is around this time of the year, um, is to get alone, you know, yeah. to clear your head and get some space to think about your life and do some reflecting and and ask yourself this question: What part of my life am I just fed up with? Oh, that's I'm just, good. I'm just dissatisfied with it mm-hmm. um, because really, change comes from discontent. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just like mm-hmm. we've had it in a certain area of our life, whether it's our finances or our physical health or relationships. Just like I cannot do this anymore, and and that's uh, and that's the area that mm-hmm. you you probably want to set a goal in. Um, so that's the that would be step one is to get really clear, put a target on the wall of what you would like to do. Okay, once you've felt that disturbance and you're fed up and this is the area that I can't, I, I just cannot go on with my finances in this state, my body in this state, whatever it is, then what's step two? Well, and then I would write it down. And and that's that sounds uh, elementary, but it's, it's not. Right. Most people do not write their goals down. Mm-hmm. They think of them, they dream of them, they, you know, yeah. but they, they never take that simple step of putting pen to paper and writing it down. And there is a ton of research that shows how powerful writing your goals are down. In fact, you've read this book. I have too. It's called The Best Year Ever by Michael Hyatt. Yes. It came out a few years ago. Yes. He cites some research uh, by Gail Matthews of the Dominican University of California. She studied 267 entrepreneurs, executives, artists, healthcare professionals, educators, attorneys. And she found that for those who wrote their goals down, the mere act of writing them down boosted goal achievement by 42%. Yes. And then he talks about why. He says it, it helps you to overcome the resistance and helps you to motivate, take motivates you to take action. He talks about filtering opportunities. And and so the rear, the mere act of writing your goals down really motivates us to, to, to achieve them. I love that book. And I, um, okay, so at the end of 2018, I was fed up with us not having um, a family vacation, not having uh, space. And my kids are getting older. I have one in college and one in middle school and then one in the middle in high school. And I thought, okay, these years are ticking by. And I'm telling you, if I had not written it down in December Mm. of 2018, we would have not taken each of the steps necessary to go on a nine-day vacation with our family, because every year in December, I would get there and I would be like, what, another year without a family vacation? Mm-hmm. And then now I look around and my youngest is 11, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, what, we've got to get connected, because soon they're going to be out of the house and married, and it's going to go faster than you think. And so all of that was swirling around, but it wasn't till I put Yellowstone and ride a train. Mm, I wanted yeah. to ride a train out there. And so until I put those two things down on paper and then started 
like focusing on the piece that that this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Stop talking about it with my girlfriends. It almost seemed like I had already achieved the family vacation when I was talking just about it. Just by talking about it. Yeah. yeah and it, that does exactly. happen to us. Absolutely. Research shows that if you just talk about it and it makes you feel like you've done something and right. you haven't. <laughs> and you haven't moved at all. You haven't moved at all. So I know for me personally, that book inspired me. Okay, girl, just write it down mm-hmm. and then start moving That's that awesome. direction. So number three, number three. Yeah, I think number three is perhaps the most important one besides maybe clarifying what you want to do and, mm-hmm, and putting a target mm-hmm. on the wall, and that's to determine your reasons. Okay. And what I mean by that is why do you want to do this? Why, yeah. why do you want to make this change? And um, without the proper reasons or the proper uh why you won't follow through. Right. And, and because here's what happens as we move through our year, things take place. You know, tragedy happens, difficult sure. circumstances happen, you know, you get a job, sudden job, job change or whatever. And we get distracted from what we said we wanted to do. And that's where our reasons have to kick in. Right. And the reasons are, are so critical because they provide the motivation to continue when the obstacles come up. For sure. And so if I don't have significant reasons, for the answers to the question of why do I want to make this change, I will eventually fade away. And that's why only 8% of people, I believe, only follow mm-hmm. through on their resolutions because mm-hmm. they don't have enough reasons. So I would advocate or, or recommend that you stockpile them. Make a make a list of seven, eight, nine, ten reasons. Yeah. Let me give you an example. So if you're if you want to you know get in shape and lose weight, I would say you know I want to feel better. I want to look better. I want to have more energy. I want to be able to walk my daughter down the aisle mm-hmm. one day. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. see my grandkids. You know grow up and and play baseball or or whatever. Right. And you you stockpile these reasons and that provides the motivation for you to follow through and execute. And when one reason fails, you've got the other there as the backup. I love the one that you added. And I think that um, all of us can find that futuristic one that we want to have with our kids or nieces or nephews or our future families and that's the they'll walk the daughter down the aisle. Mm. Man, that's just a gut punch. That that's one that will get you up in the morning when the other ones wouldn't. So tell us about number four. Number four is to put a deadline on it. And just to put put some time constraints. <laughs> uh, don't just say, Well, I'm gonna this year yeah. I'm gonna, you know, yeah. write a book or this year yeah. I'm gonna, you know, get in shape. Like, okay. When? Well, by when? And so we we talk about this at church all the time. We're we gonna do. we're gonna do this. You know, by this time, right? It's you know in the book Four DX, which we've read Four Disciplines of Execution, yeah, by Chris McChesney, which is a great book for anybody who's got a business or church or whatever. It's so good. He talks about what to wear by when, right? What do you want to do? You know, and where do you want to go? And where when are you going to get there? And what time? And when? And what time? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. uh, we use that at the church here, and it's good for us personally as well. What to wear. By when? So you'd put a date on it. I want to lose 20 pounds by, you know, the end of February. Um, And that just provides the trigger. Michael Hyatt says in his book, deadlines demand attention and spur action. Right. And so they it get if, if I'm going to make it by this time, I've got to get myself moving here. Yes. I got to get going. So I like that. Um the deadline even and you being in control of the deadline, that's great and being able to fill in the what, the where, the when 
in the in the phrase what to wear by when mm-hmm. gives you control of what you're doing, but it also pushes you forward. And for me, when I was doing that vacation, uh, it manufactured this, okay, it's almost Friday. I have to get this done. But I've told myself, I've told others, get this done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it helps you keep your goals front and center um, throughout because then it doesn't just be a goal that you made in January. It's a goal that you've got to get uh, something done every week to mm-hmm. keep going. Mm-hmm. And that if, leads us into number five. Yeah, exactly. Which is to create a plan. And yes. this is this is actually, to <clears throat> me, this is the fun part. This is asking the question, okay, if I'm going to accomplish this goal by this deadline, what plan is going to get me there? Yeah. What activities, what actions am I going to take that would get me to that destination? So li- quite literally, a plan is the 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 train tracks that you're laying right, down for the right. train to run on for the for that month or two months or for the year if you have a year-long goal. And so you're laying down the tracks and you're saying, I'm going to run my life on this track. This is my plan. This is how I'm going to get there. And they're really behaviors that you're betting. That language is used in the 4DX four, right. four book. Mm-hmm. You're betting that these activities will lead you to that destination, that right. change, whatever. Maybe you're trying to overcome anger, right? Yeah. So I'm going to see a counselor. I'm going to memorize, you know, four Bible verses on anger, what Jesus said about anger or some, and this is my strategic plan of how I'm going to get to that, that goal. And so a lot of people come up with goals, but they never put a plan together. Right. They never make, they never put down any activities that would get them there and Mm -hmm. therefore they fail, they fail to execute. Yeah. And it's so easy to get off track without the plan, mm-hmm. without, I mean, you can think of it as a checklist. You can think of it as uh, just the guide, like you said, the track to run on. I love um, that you're talking about 4DX. Yes, we use it to grow our organization, which is at God willing, it will stay at a steady pace of growth that we have. That's mm-hmm. like the infrastructure, but it is so good to apply it to to your everyday um to your everyday life. Yeah, and I'll tell you one thing. When a couple of years ago, when I had a bit, when my knee wasn't in <laughs> bad shape, <laughs> I ran a full marathon, my yeah, first first I, and last full whoop. marathon, and uh, it was a huge challenge. And you know, when I was doing my research, uh, I had done a couple of half marathons, and um, so I was sort of familiar with training plan. But when you run a full, it's like okay, I need yeah. a plan. And so I researched and read the best articles and. And it, it, what it came down to was a 12-week plan with three specific runs, a tempo run, mm. a, a speed work uh, workout, and then also a long run. And in all of the 12 weeks, you had you know, three exercises every week leading mm-hmm. up, and I followed that plan to a T. And I got great results. I finished, you know, under four hours, and uh, it was it was a wonderful experience in my life. I'll never do it again. But <laughs> <laughs> but I thought the point is I had behaviors. We in the book he, he calls them McChesney calls them lead measures. Right. There there are things that that we're saying if I do these things, there's a good chance that I'm going to get these results. So they're, they're, they're things that you, you can do something about, right? They're influenceable. Yeah. And, and so, um, yeah, so that you have to have a plan. After you get that plan, 
and the plan's in place and you're feeling strong with it, then what's next? Well, then the obvious one is to take action. Right. Number six is you have to do something every single day. Mm-hmm. And not just every now and then, but every single day. You have to do something to achieve that goal. And I, I'm, I believe this with all my heart because I've seen myself, I failed so many times with a mm-hmm. resolution because um, I, I wasn't able to continue to take the necessary action. Yeah. To finish the work. And the prime example of my life is writing a book. I just, it's just never happened. And it's I've, coming. We're I've tried and there. tried and tried. And, but what happens is I stop taking action. Sure. I stop writing those 500 words a day. I stop. Sure. Um, and so you have to continue to do it every day because what's, what's, and we learned this from James Clear's book last year um, that we both read called yeah, Atomic, Atomic Habits, Habits, which is a fantastic book. If you haven't read that, listeners, so good. Uh, James Clear, Atomic Habits, he talks about how behavior change. He says this in a book, in this book, true behavior change is identity change. And what he means is is that our behavior really comes out of our identity. Yeah. You know, we believe we are a writer, so we write, or we we believe we are a runner, so we run. However, how do you create that identity? Yeah. Through, and this is what he says in the book, through consistent daily action. And Mm -hmm. you, you convince yourself once that behavior becomes a habit, well, I, I'm a, I'm a writer, right? I'm I'm a runner. I, I'm I'm yeah. a, I'm a, I'm a mom. I'm a dad. I'm a right. pastor. Whatever it is that you do, I'm fit. Yeah, I'm fit. And then and then out of that identity flows this behavior that continues to get you closer to your goal. Yeah. And so it's a tricky uh, situation. A lot of people think, well, if you just have a goal, it's going to happen. No, you have to take action. You have to take action every day until it becomes your identity. Yeah. And then watch out. Once your habit is sealed, you are going to reach that goal. And you will start seeing the benefits um, just increase and increase and increase. You and I have talked about before. Um, one of the daily habits that you have that we share is uh, a morning time. Yes. Where we um, have our devotion. Well, it's our spiritual time in mm-hmm, the morning. Mm-hmm. And that... Um, Boy, I started that in middle school, and I can say consistently that is the thing in my life that keeps, well, I wouldn't want to know, Rachel, without that time. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. that that keeps you moving, It keep, but it also changes, it has changed who I am, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it has changed uh, how I view other people, and it actually helps you with your other areas that you want. Um, that you want to see some movement in or mm. reach goals in. And I don't know, that's the one for me that stands yes. out for me that I've done over the years. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. love to say that it's swimming, but that's not <laughs> it yet. <laughs> so um, sometimes you... Well, it's a new year. Yeah, Fresh it's start. a new year. Here we go. 2020. New decade too as well. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, okay, so then we, we've moved it. It's in action. We're taking action, and then what's next? So the last part is to, to review, and, okay. and and I'm talking about every day, yeah. looking over your goals every single day. I know there's some people that actually advocate writing them down every day mm. as mm-hmm. a way to review your, your, your whatever goals that you have. Um, I don't. I used to do that. I I don't do it as much, but I try to review every single day. What is it I said yeah. I wanted to do uh, for personal personally uh, for the church. 
And, um, and, and what happens is as you review it, it stays on your mind and whatever is on your mind, you're going to, yeah. you're going to achieve. I mean, right. it's, it's the principle of focus. Yeah. We just talked about this at church last, you know, last month and how hard it is to focus. We are yes. such a distracted group of people, especially today with our cell phones. We check our phones every 12 minutes. Oof. Updates and emails and social media things and I do for a sure. constant. So we're, we're we're not we're not focused people. So how do we expect to you know stay on something long enough to to achieve it? So we have to keep our focus by reviewing every single day. I am going to quit smoking this year. That's what, and every day I'm reviewing that, and yeah. I'm going not just reviewing the goal, but I'm going over the reasons. I want to walk my daughter down the aisle. Right. I want to see my grandkids. I want to feel better. I want to have energy. And and so you're convincing yourself again, yeah. yes, let's move, let's move, let's keep going, let's keep pushing, which pushes you past the obstacles that come up in your life. So that's the power of review. Review, yeah. review. Some people put them on their mirror. Some people, uh, like Michael Hyatt, would, will take his goals and he'll put them on his screensaver, on his mm-hmm. computer, mm-hmm. so they're there in front of him every <laughs> single day. And whatever, some people put them on their dashboard. While they're yeah. driving, so that they can see them every single day, and that's it's just it's it's really the principle of focus. Now we don't do this every time, but while we've been sitting here together, um, when when you're doing these podcasts, I'm learning right along with the listeners, and I do have a couple of questions. So sure, I'm not trying to do curveballs, but here we go. So would you say that in these seven um, uh, that Okay, so a tendency would be to take them out of order Mm -hmm, or to just mm -hmm. say, you know what, I feel like I'm good on like one and six, so I'm just going to do the other ones. Um, Are these a linear thing? Are these something that build on each other or... What, what would your opinion be on that? I would say that they do build upon each other. And obviously, you know, you can't start without number one being number one. Like, right, what is right, it? Right, what right. What do you want to do? And, and you got to get clarity on that. And I do think that, you know, writing them down is a natural second step. Of course, you could write them down some other time, but why not in the moment? Right. Right. When you get clarity. Okay. And then and then going over your reasons. I mean, that's again, that's your fuel. So if you if you fail to identify or stockpile a bunch of reasons, you know, you're not going to have the motivation even though you might have written it down or gotten clear. So I do think they build upon each other and I do okay. think that we should follow these seven steps, you know, in order to get the most to get the most bang for your buck if you want to say it that way. Okay, okay. So. In order. Um the other question is uh, a little bit more challenging. Because I feel like there's going to be people who are listening that when you listed off the top 10 resolutions Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. are like, yep, yep, Mm -hmm. that one for me too. And so that could get like overwhelming. It could feel like this elephant that's now sitting on your chest. Because honestly, there's some in there that I'm like, okay, so six of those I need to try or should (laughs) I choose one for this year? Like if you're trying to dissect it and – and give us like our, our our help us get started on like what categories or where we could put this or just a little more um, definition sure. on, on and it before easy, one right. even it is it is easy to get overwhelmed when you mm-hmm. start thinking about it. I think one one exercise I try to keep in mind is to break my life down into six categories. Okay, you know, I have my spiritual relationship with God, my emotional life, my relational life, my financial life occupational life, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. then, you know, your relationships. 
And so if you break it down, if you break your down into those categories, your life down into those categories and you say, okay, what's one thing that, <clears throat> again, to go back to dissatisfaction, mm-hmm. what's one thing in each area of, of in each one of those areas that I just, uh, just want to change yeah. and, and maybe pick one thing, maybe it's in your occupation. You do not like your current position. It's right. driving you. You can't do one more year in this position with this pay grade. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set a goal to either change jobs or get promoted to another level. Right. And you just set that one goal. Yeah. And, and maybe that if, if you get overwhelmed, if even breaking things down into six categories is overwhelming, right. maybe you just set one goal for the year. Right. And and you just focus all of your energy on that one. Now I wouldn't necessarily do that for my life because I, I I like a more of a holistic approach. Right. I don't like to make progress in just one area. I right, like right. progress in all areas. <laughs> uh, so I try to pick one goal for each area. Okay. And that is manageable for me. Okay. So like my spiritual life, I would say, you know, this year I'm gonna have an I'm gonna memorize, you know, one verse a week. Okay. For two thousand twenty. Something like that. Yeah. Because I need to practice the discipline of meditation and memorization. Well, and that's 52 verses a year. That's incredible. You know, so this year I'm not really necessarily going to have a goal for prayer or for for reading spiritual books. I'm just going to have a goal, one goal okay. to memorize. So, so have one specific goal for each area. To me, that sounds reasonable. But it, And if it's too much, maybe just have one. And can you, uh, for us, hit those goals one more time so we can, or those uh, areas, those yeah. areas. So that would be your relation, spiritual life. I know not everybody is, one of our sure. pod, podcast listeners are, are necessarily Christians or Christ followers or, or religious people. Um, but, you know, if you're a spiritual person, you have a spiritual goal, your relationship with God, okay. and you have your relationships with mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So everybody's got relationships. Even if they're not married, they've got sisters and brothers and mothers and fathers and you know, friends and roommates or whatever, classmates, teammates. Right. Um, and then you have your financial life. Everybody's got to deal with money. Right. <laughs> at right, some right, level. Right. Um, and then you have your occupational life, your job. And that's whatever you do to make an income. And I know some people at this time may be unemployed or whatever, but sure. most of us will get a job in the future or whatever right. if we don't have one. Um, and then there is, what did I miss out? What did I leave out? No, I think, um, and the other one I think is maybe emotional. Yeah, your emotional life. Yeah. So, and that one is, mm, that one gets people. Right. They, they just think that they're at the mercy of their emotions and they have, they, they can't control them, but they can. And, mm-hmm. and so if you, so an example would be, I need to get fear under control. That's an, that's a strong emotion that limits people in their life. And so this year I'm going to, I'm going to get fear under control. I'm going to talk to a counselor. I'm going to memorize some scripture on fear. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to read a book on it. And this year I'm going to overcome fear. That's, yeah. That would be an, an example of a goal in the emotional side of things. Um, and then there's a, you know, you could throw in there your uh, recreational. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, could. Just, you had a nice goal for your recreational life. I did, <laughs> I did. I'm a little bit of a, of a leadership nerd. And so uh, mine was to listen to one fun podcast instead of leadership or Jesus <laughs> podcast, which that was last year's goal. And I can't wait to, I can't, uh, that was, I mean, 2000. And 19's goal, and I cannot wait to like dig into this and figure out what 2020 yeah. is, is going to be. The I one did, I forgot was physical. So you're, you're physically, you know, maybe I was going to let that one <laughs> <laughs> You would let that one go. <laughs> Let's just hide that one Let me under bring the Bring that curve. one back up around. <laughs> 
<laughs> you said it earlier, but I was just going to let that one go. No, that is one that, uh, as you said, when we take a holistic rep- mm. approach, it's a it's it's still a very pivotal one yeah. that we need to have. But that's a great place to start. You know, those six different categories, and mm-hmm. uh, maybe you pick three categories and you leave the other three alone, or you pick two. And you know, it just depends on how much you want, you, how much can you focus, and you know, yeah. you don't want to be, you don't want to set so many goals that it's discouraging, right? Because you don't hit any of them, right? And then you don't try again next year or whatever. So. And we, I mean, we've talked about failure and that sort of thing on the podcast and in our um, sermon series, if you want to go back and look at mm-hmm. those. And one of the things that I always love about you and something that you tell us is it's it's just when you stop trying that you fail. That's not, when you fail, you not s- when you actually fail. Right. That's, That's just the opportunity. It's to, a good reminder. Yeah. To keep, <laughs> to keep going. Um, as we do each time, is there anything, uh, encouragement or anything you have for us at the end of today's podcast? Yeah. And, you know, I just want to come back to the word hope, yeah. you know, there's, oh, the future can always be better. And yeah. that truth, you know, is for some reason around this time of the year is becomes more clear to people. Yeah. And so, um, I would just, you know, keep, keep that word in your mind, like, okay, mm. this year can be better. If I do some of these things, I can experience a breakthrough in my finances. I can experience a breakthrough in my relationships, yeah. my relationship with God. You know, I can be closer to him. You can. If you yeah. make a plan, stick to it, take the, take the necessary activity, review it, stockpile your reasons. You know, I just think that word hope is so is so important. Oh, I love that. Thank you for this, and thank you for the oh, thank time you. today. Listeners, if you want to learn more about this, uh, you can review all seven steps in our show notes. We would love to have you join us at our online campus at eclife.org. Anytime you want to hear more um, of Pastor Danny's preaching or teaching, you can find it there. And as we ask you every single time, uh, if you would please share this with a friend and like us on whatever platform you're listening to your podcast, we are excited to start 2020 with you with this special edition. And we hope to have you come back every single month. God bless. 